So we go into recap week 27 and 28. Um, they've been a pretty straightforward two weeks. We've started off in week 27, the first couple of days in Hosea. And then the rest of the two weeks have been in Isaiah as we've moved through that chronologically. Some bits have been mixed in somewhere else, but we're going through the most part of uh, the book of Isaiah. Um, all I'm going to do today, and so this will be a short one, is just say a little bit about Isaiah. And this was taken from one of the commentaries, and so it just tells us a little bit about who wrote it and the theme and the, the purpose of it. And that hopefully will give us a little bit of background as we continue to read through it for a few days. We have mostly finished it. There, I just looked there and there are bits and pieces still to come and a few chapters. And then we go on to other prophets. Um, but the same ideas, the same themes, the same purpose and purposes are often found in those other prophets as well. But we're told at the very start that Isaiah was the son of Amos, or Amos, Amos probably with a Z. Um, and it says a little more about him. Other prophets reveal a bit more about themselves. Jonah, the likes of Jonah, we got to know a little bit more about him. Some of the others that will tell us a little bit about themselves are on genealogies. They'll be described a lot, but Isaiah really isn't. Isaiah is a famous book that's used at Christmas time. You may hear a lot of passages and so have recognised them. It's not often used brilliantly. Some of it's maybe manipulated slightly, and that's the danger often of when we focus so much on the New Testament and read the New Testament back, which we're encouraged to do and we're told to do, and sometimes that can be good. Well, most of the time it can be good, but sometimes we can twist it a little bit and we tend to read too much into uh, the Old Testament. We tend to read too much Jesus into the Old Testament instead of just taking it as God's movement and God's purpose, um, which, of course, yes, points and the ultimate fulfillment of that is Jesus. Uh, there's a book you can read about that, remember how it goes, if you want to get that. But in Isaiah, the central theme of the book is God himself, who does all things for his own sake. And then Isaiah defines everything else by that relationship to God, whether it is rightly adjusted to him as the central figure of its reality, who is the Holy One, as often said, or the Sovereign over the whole world, or those who set themselves other than him and decide to rebel against him and delight themselves rather than God. They rebel against him. They look after their own causes and serve themselves rather than serving God. And so that's kind of the whole theme of it. That's what we see most often as we read through it. And it's this comparison again. There's there's kind of an either or element to it where we were set out on one side. What we're supposed to do with God is putting God as in his rightful position as the central figure of everything and then we've kind of got the extreme opposite where people deny that and people turn from that and people serve themselves and put themselves as the central part of the whole world of course we wouldn't do that but this is what's happening in Isaiah and what Isaiah is, is warning us against it all fits into the whole element I suppose these this is the second half of the bible and we're always trying to think of how does this fit in the big story and the whole story running through the whole of the bible uh, and that story of course is the, the story that god had promised abraham that through his descendants the world would be blessed that's right back in genesis he had promised david that his throne would lead the world into salvation as it says in this commentary that i'm reading but that's that's the hope and that's the plan of god but of course time and time again we see as we go through that first half of the bible that that 
doesn't necessarily happen. That rather than aligning themselves with the promises of God, they align themselves with the fears that they have, the unbelief that they have. They go their own way during certain elements of their time as they go their own way. There are these pivotal elements that we've looked at before and events of the people of Israel. And this is another one where God is trying to, through his grace, which happens often, to try and remind them of what they are supposed to be, of who he is, of their place within that story, and that they are called to declare the good news that he will glorify himself through the renewed and increased glory of his people, which will attract the nations. And so this whole book is to try and remind the people of that, call the people back to that. And rather than throwing that straight in the New Testament, we think, well, how does that affect us? By simply reading this as an Old Testament book. And of course, it reminds us that we are part of that continuing plan of grace and glory for this world. We play our part and we're to put God as the central figure in that and be reminded by all these prophets that we too are part of that covenant. We're part of those promises. We're called to return ourselves to God, to repent, to not put ourselves as a central part of this story but put God as the story, as the centre of the story to rest in his promises to to see all things being put into place by him and in him and through him uh, and how we fit into that story. So that's just a, a very brief overview. It's just something to keep in mind. All these prophets, as we've mentioned before, aren't prophets who talk about the future. They talk about, they talk about and come to talk about the people in that time and that place. And so as we read through these uh, and as we go into Jeremiah and others think about it in terms of how that relates to you and your place in that unfolding story of God's grace how do you fit into that where is your place what are you reminded what are your first thoughts as you hear these prophets speaking to the people of Israel but also speaking to us of prophesying in that sense to us and of calling us to repentance as part of that. Uh, that's a very brief one today. Um, if you want more details about the book of Isaiah, I'm happy to give that to you. Um, these recaps are simply just to encourage you and keep encouraging you to maybe give you a little bit of background. A lot of that you can do for yourselves as you look online, as you look at books. But if you want any direction, if you want anything more, then just let me know. Uh, but hope you enjoy. And these next couple of weeks, uh, I hope you've been... Uh, enjoying the first half you're into the second half so well done uh, and we'll continue to to see that unfolding and our place within it uh, as we go through weeks 29 and 30